Hey everyone, Brian here. Thanks for listening. In this episode, I'm going to talk about one of the fundamental spiritual practices that I see some people have quite a hard time with. I want to say a little more men than women, but it does still go across the board. And some of the traps that we can get caught in along the way of liberating ourselves from unconsciousness within us. Be sure to check out, if you haven't already, bryantohanna.com, connectwork.fun, findyourwhystory.com, and our crowdfunding campaign, connectioncards.ca, launching January 2019 on the 18th. I meant to say the 18th (laughs) first, January 18th. All right. So let's dive in. What is one of my number one spiritual practices? It's the practice of being humble. The practice of being humble is critical to bringing unconsciousness into the light of consciousness. Otherwise, unconsciousness can stay that way longer than it needs to because we are open and willing to hear and see different perspectives than our own. So there's this ego trap that we can get into in the spiritual paradigm when there's a balance, you know, that some people actually, I'll I'll, I'll explain it in two ways. Some people resist their greatness, their power, their value because they're afraid of becoming full of themselves. They're afraid of becoming arrogant or greedy or a bitch or just letting things get to their head of look at me. I'm so amazing. A lot of empaths get into that trap. And so we keep ourselves small because we ultimately don't trust ourselves to own our power with humility with grace. On the other hand, some people fall into the trap of seeing their greatness and then not recognizing where it comes from. So that makes it all about me. And we think that we're actually above others, which is what that other crowd was just afraid of. So now that you think you're above others and you're unconscious of that sometimes, Now you're not willing because you're so confident, overconfident even one might say, to look at yourself when other people are reflecting back to you some kind of unconsciousness. Not willing to look because we think we're at a higher level of consciousness. We think we know. So it's another trap. And it's funny how we overcompensate each way. We tend to overcompensate, right? It's like, just like if you don't want to be like your parents, you go to the opposite end. If your parent was really angry, then you're like the absolute nicest person ever. And we know that in the body, when the body says no by Gabor Mate, some of the, some of the very nicest people are the ones who get MS and cancer and autoimmune diseases. 
because you are so pleasing and agreeable that your body is forced to say no for you because you never do. And that's the premise of When the Body Says No by Gabor Mate, which I highly, highly, highly recommend if any of that is true for you. If you have an autoimmune disease. So overcompensation we try to overcorrect is what we're doing, right? We see some way that we don't want to be and we move to the opposite side of the spectrum. Rather, and, and then over time, we find that balance. But that balance is, I believe, able to be found without going to the polar opposite, although sometimes that's what helps us find that balance. If we were at point zero on a ruler and you're trying, you like, well, how do you know where the middle is? Well, on the 30 centimeter rulers we have to used to have in school. So then you'd go from zero to 30 and you hit the end and be like, oh, that's where the end is. And then based on that, you come to some middle point, which we're always oscillating within. One of the ways that you can actually think about gaining new awareness is by picturing extending that ruler and anytime you gain new awareness you're forced to find new middle ground so the 30 centimeter ruler now becomes 50 centimeters now where's the middle it's 25 instead of 15 centimeters so you gain new awareness which equals more choice because you can choose something that you are now aware of that you weren't before. You can't choose something that you're not aware of, which is why awareness is always the first step towards change. I can't take responsibility for something that I don't know. So humility is this whittling away of the ego I talked about in my last podcast without talking about humility, Where, but uh, the quote by Michelangelo. Inside every block of stone is a statue, and it's the job of the sculptor to reveal what's already there. So it's humility to say, oh yeah, that's that's not me. I haven't been being the way that I want to be. You're right. It's such hard words to say when we're caught in that ego. You're right. And you being right doesn't necessarily mean that I'm wrong or bad. It's just that, oh yeah, there's something that I'm not seeing here. I want to take a look at that. Thank you. Versus getting defensive and making the other person wrong. No, you're wrong. That's your stuff. And sometimes when someone is so overconfident or putting themselves on a pedestal, they can make others question, well, is this me? Is it me? And this is where you need to tune into yourself. Be aware of yourself. And not let someone else shake your own knowing. This is coming from an example that I have where several people have told one person the same kind of thing and they're not listening. They think they're at a higher level of consciousness. 
not willing to be open and say, maybe I don't know everything. That's humility. Maybe I don't know everything. It's actually a very joyful place to live from, the place of I don't know. Because then it's a constant discovery of finding out. Oh, and you know, truth changes. This is the nature of reality anyways. In every moment, yesterday's truth is today's bullshit. In other words, something that I said yesterday in another podcast might change. And so I'm going to own that truth. Hey, yeah, I contradicted myself because now I have new awareness, new information. doesn't make what I said before wrong. That's just where I was at before. Right? The only constant is change. So allowing ourselves to change. Teal Swan says we need to stop thinking of ourselves as a singularity. We are many aspects, multiple I don't know what we want to call it, personalities. We tend to think of ourselves as static. We call it our body, our mind. That's a noun versus a verb. Some cultures have way more verbs than they do nouns in their language because things are happening. This is one happening. It is a becoming We know that at a subtle level, microscopic level, everything's vibrating. Waves and particles happening, not static, not fixed. So our mind can become quite rigid, which is the opposite of humility. Things willing to change. And keep, I notice I keep saying that word willingness. It's a willingness. So I don't want to go too much longer on humility here. If you've got any questions or comments, I super love when you let me know something resonated with you or when you share with someone else or on your social media if you think others can benefit helping get this valuable information out there if it's helped you pass it on to someone else and if you haven't already check out bryantohanna.com connectwork.fun findyourwhystory.com and our crowdfunding campaign connectioncards.ca thanks again so much for listening have a great day